Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your SmackDown study. It's your SmackDown study for March 11th, 2022. And tonight, tonight was a night full of pain. <laughs> oh, it's a pretty simple way to put it. Some things happened tonight that were not pretty. Um, an unfortunate injury to a top star. Uh, an unfortunate name change uh, and just I don't know things just felt out of whack but these things happen sometimes you stumble on the road to Wrestlemania and tonight the action inside the ring was good I'll say that some of the stuff though it just swing and a miss but that's you know that's just my opinion but we'll jump into things and we'll start talking the show so SmackDown itself kicked off tonight. And when I say pain, well, here comes the pain as uh, the WWE champion Brock Lesnar gets to the ring, shows off a nice scar that Roman gave him during the uh, MSG show and basically gives zero shits. <laughs> he tosses the WWE championship out of the ring, pretty much nearly takes out Pat McAfee um, and just starts screaming for Ro uh, for Roman that he doesn't care about championships. He doesn't care about anything. He just wants blood for what had happened to him and, and Madison Square Garden. Unfortunately, Roman is not here tonight. As told per the special counsel, Paul Heyman, uh, <laughs> Brock doesn't let him talk too much. We'll just put it that way. Uh, he basically says, all right, fine. If Roman's not here, then who's going to protect you from me? And you can see that Heyman's face turned a lot more white than he's used to. And he starts to run away with Brock chasing behind. Uh, we go to the back and we see Heyman running through this back and i'm just like this man is being chased and he's all of a sudden found this speed don't know where this came from uh brock in quick pursuit we have <laughs> security who tries to cut him off and he tears through these people like they were you know, a hot knife through butter it was it was quite comical but it was it was enough of a distraction and enough of a holdup to let Heyman get into a vehicle and escape. So we'll see what happens next week. Up next, this is where the true pain begins on this show. <laughs> we have an interview in the back with Sheamus and Ridge Holland, and they're talking about their, their tag team match that is coming up next with Biggie and Kofi Kingston of the New Day. And they talk about, you know, how they really want to make this a fight night and how they now have a new friend. And I'm like, oh, okay, a third member to this party. That's cool. I wonder who that's going to be. In steps, Pete Dunn. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is a fantastic addition. But something's different. They called him butch and i'm like 
The headwhacker? What? Apparently, Pete Dunne has been called up to the main roster, which I applaud. They changed his name to Butch, though. I do not applaud that. It will take some time to digest this because Pete Dunne's been with the company for five years in NXT UK and NXT it's NXT Black and Gold and NXT 2.0. And everybody knows who he is. If you watch NXT, you know who he is. And now they bring him up and they call him Butch. And they say, if people who really know him know his name is Butch. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. He's probably not going to have a last name. He's just going to be Butch. I mean, he his character, it fits in perfectly with Seamus Ridge. So I ain't, I'm not mad at that. But this name, guys, what are you doing? But we'll, uh, I'll, I'll let that continue to settle because the worst is yet to come in this match. So the match itself gets started. It's New Day versus, you know, Ridge and Sheamus with Butch at ringside. Wrestling's good because obviously it's New Day and it's Sheamus and Ridge until Biggie's on the outside. Ridge grabs him and goes to do a belly to belly suplex over the top, over, over his head. And Biggie lands on his head. Like, I saw it, and I almost dropped my phone. I was like, oh, my God. Um, the match ended quickly after that with Sheamus getting the pin over to Kofi. They celebrate, and they leave. We go to commercial. During the commercial break, uh, we showed that Biggie was obviously attended to by the doctors. They had a stretcher. They stretched him out. They left him. You know, they brought him up to the back. He had a thumbs up so he can move some of his hands. That's great. That's all wonderful. But we find out at the end of the show, uh, Biggie actually puts out a video from a hospital bed stating that he has movement in all of his fingers. His strength seems fine, but the doctors tell him that he has a broken neck. So shit yeah um this sucks uh extremely um biggie obviously just coming off his his wwe championship run moved over to smackdown once uh xavier woods was injured new day was doing well and then he gets dropped on his head by rich holland and now he has a broken neck this sucks a lot. I obviously wish him the best, and I hope it's a clean recovery. Um, Biggie is obviously he's been one of my favorites for a long time. I love all of New Day, and yeah, I just I just hope he'll I hope he'll recover quickly, strongly. Nothing. No, no structural damage other than the break. Hopefully it was a clean break and that they're able to get it repaired and that he'll be on the mend as soon as possible. So uh, definitely within our thoughts. So um, 
so after that match, we moved on to a what was supposed to be a six-man tag as Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders were supposed to take on the happy folks of uh, Baron Corbin. I'm sorry, Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss and Jinder Mahal. But Viking Raiders were attacked in the back by Shanky and Jinder, uh, which then caused... Um, the happy folks were also there as well So it was a four on two beat down Drew then tried to come from the ring To go back to the back He got cut off And then it was a four on one assault in the ring Baron able to escape When Drew got his bearings Took out Shanky And Jinder And Madcap Moss and Stood tall um, So obviously that's what your top baby face Is supposed to do his match with Corbin is going to be ridiculous. I'm pretty sure it's going to be short. This is not probably will not be a long match. And unfortunately for the former King of the ring, I don't see him coming anywhere near victory here. <laughs> um, but that's a call for another day. Uh, after that, Ronda Rousey came out, had a nice little message for the queen herself. Uh, Charlotte, obviously coming out. They had a few words. Uh, the segment was weird. I think just just a constructive criticism. Rhonda talks too quickly during her promos. I don't know if it's nerves. I don't know if she thinks she just needs to get through them quickly, but she needs to take time and slow down and, and talk to the crowd instead of dictating to the crowd. If you guys know what I'm trying to say, it just, it's not flowing naturally. It just seems like it's way too forced. And I know that most of the promos are scripted, but it just seems too forced. So hopefully, you know, Rhonda can get, she's been getting better. I'm not going to say she's been terrible the whole time. She's getting better, but it's still, it's just not there yet. So hopefully with some time, she can clean that up. And then things will work out well. Charlotte, I I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if she's checked out. I don't know if she's just purposely trying to be the way she is right now. But it's if it's trying to annoy people, it's working. Uh, she busted out the uh-ohs again. And I was like, oh, God, please don't. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was just it was weird. Just a weird segment all around. Uh, after that, we went into women's tag action as the new team of Sasha Banks and Naomi will be challenging at WrestleMania for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Took on the new team of Shayna Baszler and Natalia. So this match seemed like it was something out of WWE 2K22's universe mode, which uh, for those of you who, who don't know, that game is now officially out for those of you who did not pre-order. Uh, the game came out on Friday. Uh, I've had my I've had a chance to play through all of Showcase, a little bit of my faction. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit more, and then I will probably actually do it, uh, a review, my first video game review, and uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and so, look forward to that. That will be on YouTube only. Uh, once I get that out there, uh, we'll also have probably <laughs> a solo episode of hot takes that will probably also come out either this weekend or Monday. 
um, over the few things that have happened recently in the wrestling world, uh, Butch definitely being one of them. But we'll talk about that then. Let's get back to the show. For this tag match, it was kind of what you expect. Uh, the uh, the new team forming with momentum going into WrestleMania, Sasha and Naomi getting the win here, obviously keeping the momentum going forward. Um, I would not be surprised if Sasha and Naomi are able to take these titles, but we'll see. After that, we had the ones in the ring, the Usos, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, talking about who they're going to face at WrestleMania because right now they have no, they have nobody, nobody who wants peace. But quickly thereafter, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick come out and state that they want a piece, especially after what happened last week when the Usos attacked Nakamura and Boogs during their entrance. So, so after some back talk, it is decided that Rick Boogs will take on uh, main event Jey Us, and if Boogs win. He and Nakamura will get SmackDown Tag Team Championship match at WrestleMania. And lo and behold, Rick Boogs, being the, the ridiculous strongman that he is, gets the win with the Boogs cruise. And Boogs and Nakamura now have themselves a date for WrestleMania for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Very excited for this. This will be a real fun match to see. And I would be very, very happy if Nakamura and Boogs end up getting the titles there. And then after that, up next, our main event of the evening, it is a rematch for the Intercontinental Championship as Sami Zayn looks to regain his title as he challenges the new champion, Ricochet. Before this match gets started, we had some more interesting things happen. Raw's Austin Theory made his way out to commentary sat next to pat and i'm like all right well let's see where this goes austin lasted two minutes stands up starts smack talking to pat slaps him once again tries to get his headset knocked off and pat's like all right f this shit literally hops on the table jumps off the commentary table onto Austin and just bloodies this man. And I'm not even kidding. Man was cut in the back, uh, back of the neck. Uh, he just went to town on him. Punches, throws him multiple times into the commentary table, throws him over the commentary table. And Pat, once again, leaping onto the commentary and then off of commentary onto Austin. Uh, it was a great moment. Uh, I really loved it. Uh, I'm glad that Pat's getting his chance to really kind of gives some juice into this match. And I was hoping that this would happen at some point. I didn't think it would be tonight, but I'm glad that they're starting to do this. Now it also makes me wonder if he'll randomly show up on a raw to attack Austin theory because of this whole thing. Pat was actually removed from commentary and not really thrown out of the building, but he was escorted out. So Michael Cole had to do the commentary by himself for this championship rematch. Uh, Pat, uh, I'm sorry, Cole also did a wonderful job in trying to restrain Pat during this whole segment. So 
I like where this whole thing is going. They're doing a great job with it. Pat is such a professional, and I love the fact that he's making this feel so real. I'm I'm actually going to be keeping an eye out on his podcasts uh, to see if he references this at all, which I'm sure he'll he'll talk about it because he's been doing a lot of wrestling talk recently on the show. So this will be interesting to see what happens. Will there be any repercussions for him because of him attacking uh, Austin Theory? You'd think he was defending himself because Austin technically did hit him first, but who knows? Storylines, we'll see, but it should be a lot of fun. As for the match itself, once all the madness was over with, Sammy and Ricochet putting on a great match. Ricochet retaining his title after hitting a ridiculous 630 from the top rope, landed flush onto Sammy. So I was like, ooh, that probably hurt. And he, like I said, he gets the wind, retains his title. And as the show's going off the air, we go to the back and Charlotte and Rhonda are fighting near vehicles. And I'm like, oh, God, is somebody's had to go through a window? Like, what's going on here? Just a lot of beatdowns between the two ladies. Charlotte actually ending up getting the better of Rhonda uh, tonight, uh, which was a little surprising. But this show or this, this feud going into Mania, if they just want to fight the whole time and not really talk, I'm all right with that. I think that works out better. But who's but who knows? Like I said, the whole show itself was just pain. <laughs> That's the theme of tonight. It was just pain. Um, so a little bit of a mishap tonight. Hoping that next week will be better. Uh, I look forward to see what Raw does after that. Um, guys, stay tuned for our. New episode from Above the Ring, which will be coming out on Monday. Sam and I will be getting ready to go Sunday morning for our weekly extravaganza. Now that the po- now that pay-per-views are out of the way, we can get back to talking about everything else that happened outside of WWE. Uh, but that's it for this show tonight, guys. Thank you so much once again for listening. We appreciate you all, as always. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as well as Above the Ring. Uh, you can find myself everywhere as J Stream, And you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If you're listening to one that we're not a part of, let us know. Add ourselves to it. That way you can do all your one-stop podcast shopping. Add a little bedlam to your day from Above the Ring. Once again, guys, my name is Scott. I am the man behind the Twitter of Above the Ring. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. For those of you in the Northeast, be ready for some snow. It's going to be ridiculous. Stand up to a foot of wet, heavy snow. It's the middle of March. Still technically the winter. This is what happens. Nobody's going to like it. But guess what? This is what happens. (laughs) So, guys, thank you so much once again for listening. We appreciate you all and all the love and support that you guys have been giving us for the past couple of years. Most importantly, though, Do not forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? 
Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.